Hey friends, we'd like to invite you to go check out a really cool project titled Nihilus. It's directed by Logan Solana and produced by Chance McDuffie. The talented folks at Clubhouse Films are putting together a Star Wars fan film called Nihilus. They shot their teaser trailer at the OHD Studios in Columbus, Ohio. These filmmakers have poured so much of their effort into this project and we'd love for you to see it. Be sure to follow their social media account at Nihilus Film. That's N-I-H-I-L-U-S Film. You can also check out their other projects at Clubhouse Films Official. All links can be found down in the description. Thanks for your support and may the force be with you. Hey, Star Wars fans, welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm Ez. And I'm Lottie. And we are back with Andor Season 1, Episode 10, One Way Out. There is but one way out of this facility, mm-hmm. and we got to see how they get out of this facility, which was which was just kind of wild. Uh, so, friends, this is kind of a quick episode. We wanted to get a quick reaction in here. We've been super busy over at Home One. It's been a while. Your Home One Hangout is, is that it's crazy. Complete craziness. Uh, we've been we've had special guests over on Shell Cottage Radio two in the past couple of different days, and so it's been wild. Uh, last episode we got you guys caught up on the acolyte news and the you know the uh, High Republic stuff. By the way, we get a lot of transmissions and messages from folks who are one super pumped about the Rebel rewatch. I have yes. three messages about that. I have two messages about um, the High Republic. So thank you to you guys who wrote in and also said something about that. And in, in a later episode, we will we have more time. We will discuss those mm-hmm. things because they were super excited that we might be going back through phase one and listening to a couple of the books. Even if yeah. we're falling asleep to them, I can kind of fill you in on some <laughs> of the details there. But it was fun. And I need to go back and refresh myself on the High Republic stuff. So Yeah, and yeah. I'm so excited. I um we had Magic by Michaela mm. on our Shell Cod Radio episode, which is gonna air in two about two weeks so maybe as you're listening to it maybe you know her because she also does really awesome star wars content so she does harry potter star wars and a few other fandoms Mm -hmm. hilarious sketches on um tiktok and instagram and probably other platforms and we had her on as an interview guest which was delightful and she her reaction when we told her that we're doing a for me, first watch for you, a rewatch of yeah. Rebels. Yeah. She was like, oh my goodness, I wish I could experience it for the first time again. Yeah, she was so <laughs> excited by that. And I was like, right. And we went and looked and not a lot of people have done one. Uh, yeah. I think people still talk about Rebels, mm-hmm. but to re-experience it and have somebody go back through it is fascinating. So those episodes are, you're hearing that uh, throughout the week, they're dropping Almost every day as we sort of get you guys caught up on what happened over the summer where we did a season one Rebels rewatch. And then I think we're picking up this Saturday or next mm-hmm. Monday. I feel like we're going to be starting uh, to dive back yes. into our yeah our season. I'm excited. Yeah, season two. So that will be that will be awesome. I think we've got um, episode one and episode two of season two recorded so that's out there and we'll pick up with three and four so just be looking for that it's a lot of fun and again if you haven't seen rebels it's a great chance for you to kind of go um watch that series with us and if you have seen it you want to kind of go back through it they're about 20 to 30 minutes sometimes uh you know 40 it could be about 45 Mm -hmm. minutes but they're jam-packed with just like me kind of making connections to things that happen around the Star Wars universe, talking about where it sort of compares in the timeline a little bit and helping Lottie understand that uh, yeah. just a bit. And then really just getting your genuine, like, genuine <laughs> reaction to, you know, things that happen there and, and, and yeah. how powerful that little series is, actually. So uh, you had me watch 
I think it was Avatar, right? And you yes. were talking with Michaela. Last Airbender. Yes, yes. Sorry, yeah, we got to distinguish which Avatar we're talking about. <laughs> um, but it was Uncle Iroh and that, and, and the emotions and mm-hmm. Zuko and everything that happened in that. I was like, this it's is an amazing, so amazing series. And we talked about it with Michaela. And so Rebels has that same sort of feel at that same sort of power in storytelling i'm so excited yeah which i i am very very excited for you to um to yeah. to, to experience and i honestly so. there, i have not read or seen any spoilers so i have no idea what's happening in the next couple of seasons right exactly which is fantastic so uh yeah so so we'll get there but anyways yeah there's a quick little update there on, in terms of what's happening here and why we're running around frantically uh here at home one hangout it's been been wild but it's been been awesome so uh wanted to get some thoughts just our raw reaction again on on episode 10 because most of i'd say like 70 80 90 percent of this episode is all about them getting out right yeah, it's the it's the, it's the yeah it's the big breakout it's the, it's the big escape and we saw cassian sort of like filing in on like they had a plan they had been thinking about it the floor what's happening it's revealed last episode that Essentially, they're not letting anybody out. There, no one is free. Um, yeah. You're going to be transferred. They've they've doubled the the sentence, the 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 penalty. Uh, something very interesting I, I found. I I, I love mm-hmm. this is why I love consuming other Star Wars podcasts, other Star Wars YouTube channels, and Star Wars content creators because they help you pull out things like little Easter eggs and little connections that you go whoa, and you 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 like appreciate the storytelling and what's happening. So Cassian, when he is on Aldani, he says, like, because he's not worried about anything, he's not really fighting for this cause, he's not super invested, other than just for money and just a big getaway, he's not really there yet, right? Yeah. He sleeps like a rock. No problem. Mm-hmm. No problem. But he has now, as as he's more and more invested in maybe the rebellion or starting to kind of hate them or, start, or, or, or trying to figure out a way out of this prison, he can't sleep. Yeah. The night before all this this happens, like there's no he's not sleeping because yeah. he's so invested, right? Even if it's more on a, on a primal level and just survival or whatever, it's it's like this is this is us versus them, yeah. and he really there's no other option. He can't just step away. He can't yeah. like Aldani. He could have just gave him up. He could have walked mm-hmm. away. He could have done a lot of different things. But here he's locked in, and and it's a, just so just that one little decision. In terms of how well he slept the night before, yeah. the big thing is is a big deal. Can't yeah. sleep versus slept like a rock. And I thought it was kind of cool. And it was, uh, I think it was Star Wars Explained, Alex, who pointed yeah. that out. And I was like, this this is cool. This is the kind of stuff I like to, to find on the internet after these episodes. So, yeah, yeah it was great. Um, just let me give me your your initial overall impression. You don't have to break down the whole episode or anything, but just mm-hmm. how did you feel about this episode compared to other episodes? Um, what were you thinking? Um, I think we both went in with a lot of expectations yeah. and it was still a good episode but it's not my favorite isn't it crazy i because <laughs> i told you i had unfortunately i had i'd seen a few different friends posting on social media mm-hmm. and they were talking about how like it's it's just phenomenal i was like i was like oh my gosh like somebody shows up i guarantee somebody helps or like i was thinking big characters show up in the yeah. series and it's gonna be wild no 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 it's just a straight breakout yeah and it's just this it's i don't know it was really 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 good but but sometimes when you go out and you read reviews or reactions or you listen to those non-spoiler reviews Mm -hmm. you start to make up your own mind as to what the non-spoiler review is saying and it's really not saying anything that's the whole point of it not being spoiler (laughs) and so you start to kind of fill in the blank and i filled it in with the wrong thing and so i was sort of like wait where's the big thing and then i was like oh they just get out you yeah. know what i mean it's like oh that, and that's then great. there's a big reveal at the end oh yeah that was huge for the breakout part 
um, for some reason, I just kept um, comparing it to the breakout scene. And I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Avatar Lost Airbender when Sokka gets his father and Suki and other, obviously, other um, prisoners, war prisoners out mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the big Fire Nation war. Um, and they, yeah. the cool, I love that because first, the first time they try, they fail. And there's, right. there's lots of little things, like a bigger plan. And with this, with Andor's breakout, we were, I guess it's just like we were just le- less in, let in into the plan. Like we as a viewer, as a audience, yeah, we didn't see any secret communication other than a couple of looks. Or, yeah, yeah. you know, last episode, he already started scratching or, or trying to cut that water supply. Yeah, the water, water supply. Yeah. yeah, the pipe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't know, I was missing, I guess it, the emphasis is not so much on the outbreak itself. It's more like the treatment he didn't deserve at all. I mean, they didn't know he was the one on Aldani who, who um, you know, one of the rebels there. But they they basically arrested him for nothing and then they would have kept him there forever for nothing and that unfair treatment is just so important to his character arc and where he mm-hmm. ends up later that i guess they didn't want to focus too much on the outbreak so i i expect i guess i expected a little more like a cooler plan that would blow me away that yeah I- instead it was just okay get there Get their weapon. I mean, the 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 cool thing was, I guess, there's the, more of us, and yeah, we're more. And I'm always amazed by those people if they're, you know, if you think about what if that had happened in real life, the people who are the first ones in line who have to, you know, be at the front, the first ones who try and climb up. Yeah, they're very likely to get killed. Right, 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 you know? right. Yep. Yeah, they Which definitely is, had to be really committed. But someone and, has to start. Yeah. Well, and that's what that's they kind of said. They're like, when when um, Lino is that his name? The the, the leader. I forget his name. But uh, Kino. Kino, right? Yeah. Kino, Kino. I um, can remember his name because Kino is the German word for cinema or, or um, theater, like. Oh really? Uh, movie theater. Yeah. Kino, Kino. Loy. That's what. I was th- okay, Kino Loy. There you go. Um, Anyway, he yeah he, he kind of says he, he's he's really set in 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 his own mind and spirit and whatever that he's a dead man. Yeah, he's already says it. Like yeah, yeah. look, we're all dead because you guys are gonna do this. Like once one person starts to, if if they all if one or two or five people don't stay on program and they sense that there's a disturbance and other yeah. people are being quiet, boom, all gone. Yeah, no risk. No, you guys are not worth it. Not not one of you. We're not gonna sit here and say, oh, let's spare these twenty five who. Ha- nope, doesn't matter. So it's too it's too secret, which makes me think too that what they're working on here is massive. Like these are Death Star parts, or uh-huh. this is something. I, I again saw something funny. It was another podcast, I think, that they said uh, there are different levels, right? And so as they worked on the yeah. one thing and they assembled the yeah. the whatever it was uh, has like five it's like a Pentagon looking thing. That once they sent it down to the next level, their job was to deassemble it. <laughs> <I was like, laughs> <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, so they're just assembling it. That was kind of silly, but no, uh, they don't even have to send it down because they have a day and night shift. They just leave it there, and the night shift. Yeah, just night shift. That's right. It. That's right. They just <laughs> deassemble it, and then you know, do do it again. Uh, but anyways, so interesting that Kino is, um, he kind of realizes you guys are going to do this and Cassian was there for the conversation with the medic. And so they know that this is, it's over. Um, they're, they're killing us. We've now found out as this spreads to other levels, 
we're donezo. So they already had sort of a plan with the with the um what, what do you call it? the 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 device that the lowers them. I don't even know the elevator. Elevator, thing. yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they were going to jump on that. Water would short out the system. Yeah. Essentially, they felt like water would kind of cause it to uh, to spark and short out, and they were right. Mm-hmm. And so then they're able just to kind of get a couple weapons and you get past. And the other thing is that there was a shortage of guards. They kind of kept talking about that. When Cassian mm-hmm. first comes yeah. in, you can see that there's not as many. Some people are dealing with other things on different levels yeah. and they're, they're waiting on that one guy and he's not there. And you're sort of like, OK, they're actually a little short staffed, actually. Mm-hmm. And they're meant to. There are there are a few of them. They have such a cool, uh, cool. I can't believe I said <laughs> that. Uh, they have such a terrible yeah. device in terms Maybe of how they control cruel. I did. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> what I was trying to say. Uh, that it, they don't need a lot of them to enforce uh, their their will or whatever on on their prisoners. Yeah, like no, so, yeah. they didn't need a whole lot. And once these guys get past that first wave, you know, it's like who's going to make the, like you said the first move to sort of sacrifice themselves mm-hmm. and you know t- take the fir- like climb the ladder first. Yeah, yeah. There's more of them, and it was just wild because it's it's all or nothing. Just go out with a fight, and it's just a wild. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking something was going to happen. Kino, when he had, when he finally gets the calm and he gives that speech, I was like, oh, oh yeah. my goodness. What was your explanation why he blacked out for a second or was not sure what to say and had a moment? Well, I think he, he's been on program the whole time. He's been on mm-hmm. program. He's mm-hmm. the guy that keeps people on program. So for him, this is very against his programming. He was so looking forward to getting out. He thought yeah. he only had a couple, like a hundred some days. Yeah. And and when you're serving a 2,000 day sentence, you're sort of like, I'm at the end here. Yeah. And, and so he gets there and it's just a lot of intensity, pressure. You have to be convincing. You have to, it's what he says matters. And then how we, we have control. They've deactivated everything. Yeah. There's, there, things have been shut down. The hydraulics have been shut down. Getting that all across to the the rest of the facility is a big deal, and knowing yeah. that they're in control, and so yeah, he, he just has sort of a moment, I think, um, and it's just a, it really for us is a, 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 a tension building moment too for mm-hmm. this this dramatic irony that's building where we're kind of like, oh my gosh, we know what this guy knows, the rest mm-hmm. of the facility is about to know about it, and so you have a moment of pause. But it was, yeah. it was great. It was great. Do you think Kino didn't make it because they never show it to us, but yeah, so the guy, by the way, so Tony Gilroy, who is the the, the, the creator of this, said that, I think he interviewed him, and he said, you didn't see him die. Yeah. You didn't see, you, I mean, you didn't see anything, uh, let, me, let me see if there's an exact quote. Well, what if he me. stayed there and just, well, I wonder how fast they get help. Like, how how fast do the other facilities realize what's been happening on that on Narkina Five? Because I I'm wondering of the other you know when the first time we see that planet or that area that ocean mm-hmm. we see like a lot of them that are probably Narkina One Two Three Four Five Six Seven Eight Nine Ten yeah, yeah and how long does it take them to realize what what happened on Narkina Five or other now will it ever go to uh, like will other prisoners on the other islands uh will they hear about it and try mm-hmm. to break out or yeah for sure i i think so what, and what people are trying to put together is the way that this director um and his writers because uh haynes and gilroy both are in here kind of quoted as saying that hey we didn't ki- you didn't see him killed on screen 
And yeah. just because he said he couldn't swim doesn't mean that he didn't get somebody else to drag him across. Right, or that, I'm trying know, to think. Pushing on yeah, top of other bodies or just doggy paddling or something, you know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. So what they've done too is we've lost track of, so we had Vel and then um, Senta. And Senta we've sort of lost track of That's for a right. second. But these characters come back. Yeah. They, they resurface yeah. back up throughout the series. So he yeah. likes to like bring a character mm-hmm. in, show you them, feature them. All right, now put them away back here for a while and mm-hmm. let's bring them That'd back cool. later. And they, yeah, they think that might be what, what happens because he's such a powerful character and yeah. is he's you know, Andy Circus is such a great actor. It was just really cool to have him have yes. him in, in, in this in this role. Sometimes if you really watch him, you start to recognize some facial expressions of Gollum. Oh it's so yeah, cool. you definitely do. <laughs> which is which is yeah, kinda cool. We can't help but to chuckle a little bit. So uh, yeah, I think he's alive. I think he's alive, and I think he makes it. They all mm-hmm. jump, and okay. you see Cassian and Melshi. Melshi is the guy who um, Kino is upset with because Melshi is the one he always punches a lot, and okay. he he grabs, and he's sort of like trying to get him to stop because that's the one speaking a lot of. He's very much into the rebellion. He very yes. much is like don't. He's he's very much trying to inspire hope and mm-hmm. motivate his team to to stay focused on this idea mm-hmm. of we're getting out. Melshi actually is in Rogue One. He is, yeah. He's one of the members who okay. goes, um, yeah, yeah. Who who goes uh, on the whole mission to you know uh, get That's the codes. That's awesome. And stuff. Is it the same yeah. actor? Yeah, same actor, I believe. Yes, I cool. think so. So they definitely get to safety, but uh, which was awesome. Now uh, another big thing we, we want to talk about in this episode. Uh, so f- we'll go kind of in order. First, it was um, Mon Mothma mm-hmm. uh, speaking with this banker, yeah. and they're talking about. Um, Shandrillan uh, customs and stuff and sort of, you know, like how they're betrothed and how it's more for political um, or old family alliances and stuff like that. And she's and he's sort of alluding to some of the, you know, the the arrangement that she has with Perrin. Mm -hmm. And the only thing he wants in payment or the only favor that he wants is for him to be allowed to bring his son to meet her daughter. Yeah. And she's like, no way. Yeah. No way. But then when he leaves, he says, I know you're think- you're actually thinking about it. Yeah. Because she, she's like, I would never even consider yeah. it. And he was like, wow, that's the first lie you've told. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. So, he is. The things you do, the sacrifices or whatever. And I think so far we've looked at Mon and been like, man, you know, what Luthen says mm-hmm. at the end and his sacrifices and what mm-hmm. has he sacrificed like Mon here is struggling with this, which is super personal, super, yeah. you know, close to home. I mean, it's her daughter. Yeah. And Vel was just there giving her, I mean, she, she's already kind of um, against her mom. And in a lot of ways, it feels like Perrin has turned her against her mother yeah. or whatever. Maybe she just doesn't like her because she they're on Coruscant and caught up in all this political stuff. And, and yeah. who knows? But uh, yeah, it definitely feels like this is going to be another big divide. And if she yeah. senses at all that her mother is going to make her and force mm-hmm. her meet someone else who she might be betrothed to or like this arranged marriage might happen. And then she looks back at her family and says, mm-hmm. look at you and dad. Yeah. This is crazy. You want to put me through that? Yeah. For what? And then, I mean, what you can't tell yeah. her. Yeah, and, you can't you, even. You, yeah. You can't explain that it's just sort of a meeting and I don't really mean for you to go through with this and I intend not to. Because the other thing is then he ha- if if that marriage doesn't go forward and there's just a air quote meeting, yeah. then he can expose Mon at any point. He now right. has something on yeah. her. If her daughter yeah. doesn't comply, True. then he can sort of say, well, if she's not going to be, you know, a part of this arrangement, then guess what? This yeah. is not, then I can mm. expose you. Awful. 
place Mon to be in. Mon is really, yeah, in a really bad place right now. She needs someone else to come bail her out, mm-hmm. as in like bail Organa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I yeah, think it's time good. for him to show up and <laughs> and, uh, and get in there and make, because I, I keep waiting for him to show up. I feel like he's going to. Oh, you know. were expecting him to show up this episode. Something, just mm-hmm. d- somebody else who is in the rebellion and, and, and yeah. whatever. The, the biggest... The biggest thing that happened in this episode, though, so it was a, a crazy escape scene, crazy that we had that conversation with Mon, uh, which was just a moment, and then you have Lonnie. Yeah. You have Lonnie, the ISB agent, who shows up talking about Dedra Miro. She's located someone called Axis. He's trying to 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 warn him, and um, Anton Krieger's group has been exposed. There's there's a link between what's going on with with him and Andor and Aldani and that they're, they're tracing you back. So this ISB agent is like coming forward and, and telling him all this stuff. Um, as he's ascending, as he's going up the elevator, right? We find out that Lonnie has a daughter. He committed yeah. to this and made a vow years ago, didn't have a daughter at the time. Yeah. And he truly is a rebel. I mean, I don't want people, people to get mixed up here. He has infiltrated them. Mm-hmm. He has, he is a double agent who either they turned uh, as when he was a part of the Imperial Academy or, or whatever, or, you know, maybe, I'm not exactly sure. We don't know his whole backstory here, but he definitely has made the same vow yeah. that uh, Luthen and that Mon and mm-hmm. others are talking about this vow that they made. Yeah. Uh, unbreakable vow, maybe, you know, and they yeah. say in Harry Potter, you can't, you can't break unbreakable yeah. vow. Yeah. Okay. Just revol- I mean, that you, you know. can't get out. And you can't. Yeah. So he definitely feels like he can't and he wants to though, right? Yeah. He wants out. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do this anymore because he wants his family to be safe. And he knows everything that he does. He can't, I mean, everyone who has been in a situation where you feel like you have to lie to someone for a long time, even though you don't want to, but this is just, you do it because you think it's best. Mm-hmm. And you keep doing it. You feel trapped. You feel You feel like you're not truly like, you know, being yourself for a long time. And that's for him, his everyday life. That's just not with one person. Yeah. But with every, all the people that are around him, I don't even think his wife probably doesn't know or his kid doesn't know. No, they could be very anything. proud of him for, yeah. you know, their, their yeah. belief in who he is. That's another crazy thing. When your yeah. family doesn't know the work that you're doing, that might be a part of it as well, which which is like they believe in you and you yeah. are a part of this thing, but you're not really that thing that they're proud of. That yeah. would be such a way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so like it's such a... Uh, yeah, actually, it's the opposite with Mon, right? Like, it's okay. almost like maybe her daughter and maybe even Perrin are kind of like, "What are you doing? You're you're mm-hmm. such a sucker for the Empire and your your the, the things that you do or whatever." Maybe they 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 if they knew about the mm-hmm. rebellion, they might be super into it. But versus, you feel like this guy's rising to the ranks of the ISB. Now, it could also be that maybe his wife and and um you know, like decides maybe she's not as fond of him mm-hmm. being in the ISB. We don't know any yeah. of that. So it's just the idea that there there could be some. Uh, conflict there but he comes up saying i'm warning you about ferrix i'm honoring my vow uh i'm giving you dedra yeah. i'm basically saying dedra is on to you and here here's what's yeah. up i'm warning you about anton and by this i'm honoring my vow and and, and i want out of this and he he's, he's been working for six years six years so yeah yeah can i draw a parallel to a movie series that we just watched again absolutely <laughs> yep um for we we watched the first three movies of hunger games again oh yeah yes and there's so many parallels between star wars and hunger games obviously and this is the same theme of we have a regime 
that is terrible to its people and only favors, you know, the capital or people who are in the inner circle and the rest is working for them and they're um, oppressing people, basically. Mm -hmm. And to break that system, there has to be, you know, a rebellion. There has to be people that will sacrifice their own lives for a better tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. this is exactly what Luthen talks about is, you know, he gets so mad when Lonnie asks him what he's sacrificing. And he's like, I mean, in short, everything. Because I will never, he knows, I will never live to experience, see see the fruits of my work. I will never live as a free man ever again. I gave up my whole life, my entire identity, just like you, just like everyone else. And it's so cool because the title of this episode is not only for the prison outbreak, one way out, but for the whole rebellion is there's only one way out. We have to fight them head on, head on in terms of we have to do something. That's the only way out. There is no other way out for Lonnie, for Luthen, for Mon. No one gets out. Um, other than fighting the system. And another point that he makes, they have to, they are forced to do things that are as terrible as the empire themselves to yeah. to fight them. Yeah, yeah. Which happens in, which is the whole theme of Hunger Games. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the rebellion we find out later is they're not the, the air exactly quote, the good, good guys. guys. Yeah, air yeah, quote. They, yeah. They have to do terrible things in order to, yeah. By the time a rebellion or this group finds their footing and, and they it, the way they start and the way they have to, the ruthlessness that they have to, maybe not have to, uh, yeah. but that they're saying they have to, right? They're saying that they need to use right. um, is is so, uh, once you start to parallel it and you look at what how it fits and how it side by side, I guess, mm-hmm. with what with, with the Empire does, you're like, wow, they're just the same, except yeah. for they're, on the, on the backside of that, they're, they're, they're saying we want to get to a place where we where what we're fighting against yeah. is not what, what we what we become, but we yeah. are going to use their tactics along the way. Right. Uh, and it's sort of a dangerous, mm-hmm. dangerous route to take. Balance act, yeah. And they it, so Luthen calls Lonnie a hero. He says, we need heroes. Yeah. What we we don't need, necess- like, like he is, uh, I mean, Luthen sort of believes of himself that he's a mm-hmm. necessary evil to get this ball rolling. Yeah. But what he wants to set up are heroes like Lonnie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing is he's trying to say, like, I'm not going to be the hero. You, Lonnie, are the yeah. hero. Your sacrifice every day, double yeah. life that you live. I think about you constantly. I do yeah. respect that. You you can't get out of this. You are trapped. We need you and we've groomed you for this. And this is exactly what you are are mm-hmm. are here for. And I can't let you go. Can't let you out on this. Yeah. And and again, Luthen has to be kind of this ruthless leader who uh, he has a way out. He says, I can my wife's uh, business, her family has a business. He can he can go to that. He can do those things and no that's not good enough sorry we're fighting for something more and something bigger and you're right at the center of it yeah in the same way that the empire does not value individual lives anymore the same way as you know it is with the rebellion the individual doesn't count anymore as much because it's for the greater cause so yeah exactly and so here's something that luthan says i have it up in front of me which is that when asked what he's sacrificing he says Mm -hmm. kindness kinship yeah love He's sacrificing those things. And you're like, whoa, wait a second. I thought he was a, but he says he's giving up all chance at inner peace. Mm-hmm. He is giving those things up. Like he is fully uh, committed to this cause in a way that almost no one else is. We often think of Saul yeah. Guerrero. I told you this. When you learn more about Saul, 
who he met you met last episode, mm-hmm. who he went to and he said, hey, you should hook up with Anton Krieger and go do this whole mission. And Saul's like, nah, sorry. But he was like, remember, Saul, like we're all fighting the, 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 the same fight. And, and, yeah. and Saul is seen, even by Mon Mothma later, Saul is seen as crazy. Yeah. Like, actually, you'll find out later on, uh, none, they, Saul is in Rebels. I'm not going to spoil a load okay. of it. So he's there. Okay. But, uh, and it's really interesting how they mm-hmm. characterize Saul. And Saul is sort of a radical. He is, mm-hmm. the tactics he uses are essentially, they, it's seemingly the way that Luthen is describing himself and what he's been willing to do to c- put this organization together. He, he's willing to go even further than Saul. Is, yeah. the way, is the way it feels to me. So he says, I've made my mind, um, yeah, I've made my mind a sunless space. A sunless space. Yeah. It's just like, what? I share my dreams with ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- I wake up every day to an equation I wrote 15 years ago. So what is his backstory? Who is mm-hmm. he? Who are these ghosts that he's talking about? Like, mm-hmm. like what was... Like, lo- did, was his love taken from him? Was he... It, who knows? So, oh. um, yeah, that or, or connection to the Jedi or, or, or what was it that he believed in? So he says, um, yeah, for which there's only one conclusion. I'm damned for what I do. Yeah. So he is just like full committed. No going back. My anger, my ego, my unwillingness to yield. I mean, his eagerness to fight. Mm-hmm. They set me on a path from which there is no escape. I yearned to be a savior against injustice without uh, contemplating the cost. And by the time I looked down, there was no longer any ground beneath my feet. What is my sacrifice? Oh, my gosh. He said, I'm condemned to use the tools of my enemy to defeat them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, to- totally different vibe versus when we meet him for the first time yeah totally totally exactly and even who he plays in that shop i mean he's doing the, the same thing he's meeting with these people trying to coordinate this this whole thing um he has so many hats that he wears but he really shows yeah. and i think he uses this well to show lonnie how he, he i think he reveals a lot a lot of truth yeah because truth is the thing that's really it's persuasive yeah very persuasive and that's what lonnie needed was to be persuaded like mm-hmm. oh this guy is locked in the guy I'm talking to and working for, he's got a plan. He's more committed than anybody I've ever seen. And that sort of inspires maybe, uh, or f- even if it's frightening, uh, Lonnie in some way to say, okay, this is, all right, double down, got to got, commit. Who knows? We'll see what Lonnie does. But he says, I burn my decency for someone else's future. So he's burning up his own decency for someone else's uh, future. That's where he says that epic line, which is, I burn my life to make a sunrise that I know I'll never see. Yeah. Luthen, yeah. who are you? Who is Luthen? He's just he's a, he's a, he's a madman. Well, so wait, wait. You're saying we don't? You have never seen him, right? Never heard of him. He's not in um, the movie that Cassian is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. We have no idea. And actually, he says that very thing right here. So his his next line is that that no one will know who he is. That he that that or the, or the that an audience Ooh. or a light of of of, of gratitude will ever be given in his direction that's the thing he's not i wonder though if you do you think we will find out that he's known as under another name maybe later that you find out he's someone that you've heard of but maybe maybe could be could be a different name could be but i i I think what to drive home the line though (laughs) that he says at the end what he sacrifices sacrifices everything it's because no one will hear about this. He's the unnamed hero. We actually yeah. get as the audience to see this and we go, whoa, 
he's the guy who will set up heroes that no one will ever talk about. They'll never talk about him. He's just he ha- he actually will burn himself up to the point where Mon might even have to sort of say that's the kind of thing like she can't even openly say thank you to him anymore, even though secretly maybe she does thank yeah. him for what he does. But what he does is so. Wow. Uh, you know it's it's good point yeah, yeah. so it's 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 great you can't they'll, they'll be there they'll be handcuffed in in terms of like knowing he was responsible for the rebellion that they take over but yet can't thank him for it because of the means by which mm-hmm. he acquired the yeah. rebellion i mean that's just on another level it's on another that's why this that's why this episode was deemed so crazy it was really his speech yeah. at the end yeah. and when you go back and you re-listen to it and you re-watch it um you're sort of like wow and you the guy who's playing lonnie is just locked in like yeah wow okay this is intense both Thank of them you. are yeah. speaking intensely about it so uh all around an amazing episode i was stoked uh we have two episodes left yeah two episodes left so i'm trying to think um let's go into Andor uh season one episode 11 predictions what do you think do you, things that based on everything that we see here what do you think we're going to see next episode do you think we're, we're going to see any crossing of paths between like how do we get cassian back in front of luthan wait two episodes left just two yeah mm-hmm. i think yep i highly well i was gonna say i doubt they can start another big thing you know we had like aldani and then the breakout it would be very cramped in if they tried another big arc over two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Cassian has to go back. Do you think he goes back right away to get his stuff? Wait a second. Am I wrong? Is there? I thought there was 12 episodes. Let me just make sure. Yeah. yeah okay. 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 I'm sorry. The creator confirmed that there will be uh, the show will return for 12 episodes. Okay. Wait a second. I don't even know. Let me just check on here real quick. Okay. So, yeah, two episodes left. He spoke to Rolling Stones about the season so far, his plans for the second and final season, and a lot more. So, yeah, it looks like, okay, I just wanted to make sure because I'm seeing conflicting things here online as okay. to the number of episodes. I've always been under under the assumption that there was going to be mm-hmm. um, 12 episodes. But, yeah, it says 10 episodes in. Uh, there were 10 episodes in so far, and then with two episodes left, he spoke to Rolling Stone about the season so far and his plans for the second season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of feel like we're at least going to see Cassian. Somehow he has to come back and have a conversation with um, Luthen, and mm-hmm. then the their trajectory or where they're going next is going to be the big thing for season two. Like, like I, I think, I don't know if Luthen survived. Maybe he does, has to sacrifice himself or do something, and, mm-hmm. and you're looking to other people like Mon or Lonnie or... You know, Cassian to to take take it up, take up the rebellion. Do you think he's gonna go back to Ferrix? I do, you and do. I think Marva is is gonna be waiting there, and I think that's gonna be the whole thing. I think, I think he's gonna have to have some sort of conversation with Cassian. Like he he set up a hero in Lonnie, whether he means it or not, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But I think he is looking to set up heroes of the rebellion. Yeah. And so Cassian will need to be one of those heroes. Right now, it seems like he wants him tracked, and it might take vel and some other people say, yeah. you know convincing him that that what cassian has the spirit that he has is one that fits with the nature of the mm-hmm. rebellion especially now after yeah. he went through all of this with yeah. the empire yeah so i don't know I, somehow we have to get there uh, i'm not sh- i think maybe you know vel or Cinta or whoever vel was supposed to be going back to chandrilla but she probably went and did some tracking down or they heard about this breakout and you wonder okay is cassian involved i, I don't know i feel like cassian's still going to be good i could like no one knows he's there so i don't know how they're going to connect him to that or how they would they would wonder if he's there i think he's going to be reaching out to them 
is so. there important question? Is there more seasons to come, or is this going to yeah, connect one more right season. to the? Okay, so there's one more season of twelve episodes within yeah. the next like how many? Whenever years? Yeah, like in the next year or two. Okay, yeah. and then after that, it will be like the timeline. That's the timeline it. Will be. It movie. leads you right up to, to Rogue One. Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. And so we haven't really gotten an idea of like how many, you know, is it, there could be a big time jump between season one and season two. We could mm-hmm. see him fully immersed yeah. uh, working with Mon Mothma, Bail Organa, and other people as, as an agent. Yeah. Uh, but we do know this kind of, co- this kind of uh, correlates with the Rebels timeline. So we're watching uh, Rebels, right? So, yeah. We think it correlates there. So we Sorry, just, I just shocked. got an electric- Did Palpatine, Palpatine just reach through the microphone and shock you Ow. with the... Palpatine, oh, don't you dare. I've been, like, my foot's been rubbing, rubbing. on the carpet, yeah. and now I touch the microphone. I am my bad. Force lightning happening on the podcast <laughs> live. So, anyways, all right, friends. Well, hey, um, that is it. Just want to do a quick episode here for you guys. Get our reactions, our thoughts uh, in on this. We'll come back uh, with the next episode. We'll break it all down. If you guys have, again, thoughts, transmissions, I do have some uh, kind of queued up for next episode. When we have more time to dive into those New Republic thoughts, uh, thoughts on the Acolyte. And by the way, quick connection to the acolyte, the lead for the lead character for 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 the acolyte, the the star, sh- that's Rue. That's Rue from Hunger Games. Didn't oh my gosh! Know that. Full circle. Full We're circle. Just watching, we just yeah. watched the first movie. And so she's yeah. she's she's the lead uh, in that. Cool. So it's wild. Anyway, uh, all right, friends. Yeah, hey, again, thanks so much. Send those uh, transmissions to Star Wars Hangout 77 at gmail.com and we will read them on the show. If you guys have thoughts for Lottie or questions for Lottie, by the way, that would be interesting as well as we dive into season two of the of the Rebels rewatch. Um, thoughts, things that you want her to kind of consider, she would be glad to answer those. So am I yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know how I can answer them, but... No, I mean, just sort of like your thoughts as you go, because sometimes I feel like I don't ask you enough questions about oh, your... Oh, because I ask the questions. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, but I, I sometimes... Uh, really it's good to get your perspective mm-hmm. on does this make sense and do you have any questions about where things fit in oh, okay, or yeah. you know yeah. you know that kind of stuff or your thoughts on because some of us want to experience star wars again through you and through your eyes and rebels or whatever and those connections so it's nice to ask you those questions like how did you feel about this yeah absolutely uh, thing so yeah yeah, I, yeah, I know. Some, somebody sends her a question like, uh, hey, Lottie, uh, what happened in one of the Legends books back in the day between uh, <laughs> Luke Skywalker and the Yuuzhan Vong? You, can you elaborate on that? Uh, that's not the kind of transmission we're talking about. So I feel like I'm um, taking a quiz. Like, oh, no. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, but, yeah, but anyways. Is friends, there going to be a quiz? No. Okay. I'm not quizzing. <laughs> yeah. I'll just keep filling you in as we, as we go. It's sort of a rolling experience, you know. So, all right, friends, again, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And as always, may the force be with you. Hey friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave us that review, check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way.